Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. I've read it. That's what we're called, in yeah, fact. I got it. I did it. I said the right one. Had a long pause there. Sure. Welcome to our podcast. The podcast uh. that is so aptly named the thing that Nick is going to tell you instead of me. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, today we've got something real special for you guys, and by that I mean no different than any other week we've had so far. True, other than the fact that I just spent the last hour scraping the bottle in the barrel for perfect subreddits, but... That's what we're all about. (laughs) It'll be good. What is it? Something to diamonds. What is that? Cold diamonds? No. Dirt to diamonds. Whatever. We're the personification. We're good. We're good. Uh, hey, oh, I wait, I almost asked a coin flip without, uh, I'm gonna assume you're picking heads? Um, when you assume, you make an ass out of me and you, I'm going tails. <laughs> Woo! Alexa, flip a coin. BDE over here. You got tails. Ooh! <laughs> Damn it. Damn, I was gonna pick tails yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, well that's a real shame there, pal. All right, you get to go first again. All right, well, huh. yeah. My subreddit today, uh, my, you might, y'all might have heard this one. Real good for you writers out there. It's r slash writing prompts. Oh, nice. We got 13.7 million writing promptians. And uh, here's a little summary we got here. Writing prompts. You're a writer and you just want to flex those muscles. You've come to the right place. If you see a prompt you like, simply write a short story based on it. Get comments from others. Uh, blah, 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 blah. We get it. We know what it's all about. Are there rules on here? Yes, top-level prompt responses for news stories, poems, and the rest. Nah, we get it. Good prompts are good posts. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. So, uh, I'm going to hit you guys up with uh, 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 some of the recent uh, ones we got up in this. So... And by recent, I mean not recent. These are the top posts. Two of the top posts. They're a year old. I don't know what I'm saying, so I'm just going to go read. Heck yeah. All right, this one's a I year like ago. The energy. That's all that matters. Here we go. By uh, uh, Marsh Pro, And his reading prompt was, When you die, you appear in a cinema with a number of other people who look like you. You find out that they are your previous reincarnations, and soon you all begin watching your next life on the big screen. Ooh. That... To me, would be a great idea for like an ending of a movie, like a really yeah. sort of artsy movie. Like this is like a perfect way to end it, I think. When they reboot a dog's purpose into just being about humans. Yeah, and it's all it's all like uh, it's all like uh, 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 I don't know what I'm saying, so I'm just gonna go to the next one. Nice. No, that, that, are there any good comments though? Are there any good comments? That's a good point. There's probably some really juicy comments here. Yeah, let's see. Um, wow. Nope, most of these are just, uh, short stories. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that'll happen. That, that'll take me a while to read, so you know what? I'm yeah. just gonna ignore them, but you know what? All those comments, I'm sure, are beautiful. It's true. Um, then we got another one here. Reddit judge referee. It's 3 a.m. An official phone alert wakes you up. It says, do not look at the moon. You have hundreds of notifications. Hundreds of random numbers are sending you, it's a beautiful night tonight, look outside. Ooh, intriguing. This this actually kind of reminds me of uh, uh, the one with Sandra Bullock and the bird, bird box, box bird. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. How they couldn't look at the thing. Yeah. Reminds me of that, very similar Mm -hmm. to that. Reminds me of when the eclipse happened, and it was like, don't look at the sun. And then then tons tons of people people looked at the the sun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, throwback (laughs) to last week's podcast when we found out... (laughs) Yeah. How many people <laughs> looked up? Uh, my eyes hurt after <laughs> looking at the sun in the eclipse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's something you feel, I don't know, it just seems like common sense to me. But but you know what? You can never trust the system. So when nope. they tell you that they don't want you to look at the sun, they actually that obviously mean they're going to hide the something. They're lying. They're lying to us. They think we're stupid, but guess what? We're not stupid. We're going to stare at the sun all we want. Exactly. That's what smart people do. Yeah, we don't trust the system. <laughs> All right, what's next? All right, next up, we got, you are the fun, oh, sorry, 
This is by Sim Hacantis, I guess. It's, it's whatever. Mm -hmm. You are the final boss. You have been waiting for the final epic battle against the hero. And waiting. And waiting. Finally, your minions report back. The news? The hero abandoned the main quest to do side quests. This would be a good, like, I could see, like, an animated short here. Where it's, like, a or even, like, if Nintendo did, like, a little Bowser thing. Where Bowser's, like, doing, yeah. like, some push-ups and stuff. And he's, like, warming up. And then they're like, oh, yeah, no, Mario went in a... He's... he's I don't know... I, I guess Mario isn't the best example because that one's yeah, pretty no, linear. Yeah, no, I think the best one would be like comparing it to like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the like Wild. Ganon's, Calamity yeah, yeah. Ganon's there like, I'm ready for you, Link. And Link's like, I gotta get all these seeds. Yeah. I need to pull out the Master Sword. <laughs> yeah. And Ganon's just like, well, this is some shit. But I need to unlock all the outfits first. I need to get all the outfits. Another one, uh, 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 Horizon Zero Dawn, basically uh, Breath of the Wild, but PlayStation mm -hmm. 4 edition. Same yeah. thing. Same thing. Just get all the all the little Banuk Banuk Shuck collectibles before you ace the boss. Yeah. Although the boss is sort of a robot, so. Yeah, fair enough. They I guess it's a little different patience. for the robot. Yeah. They've been waiting long <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right, and now we hidden up with uh, uh, another one. This is by End of Toaster. You brace yourself for the worst as the witch tells you the effects of the curse she just placed on you. As she finishes, you blink. So, what's the downside again? Ooh. So, this could be a comedy one also, because you got the witch all like, you've been cursed with being irresistible to yeah. to all and then the thing is the character at the start's like oh well, that's perfect because i'm a loser oh, yeah. and then and then and as he it goes outside on, and is literally yeah. being like grabbed at and yeah. dragged down by people like paparazzi and women yeah. and guys and everyone's just like we love you and he's just like okay this is weird now <laughs> yeah boom that's a good one I love these. Keep them coming. Yeah. Oh no, I got I got some more. These are all beauties. Okay. All right. So, uh, Michael Dove Blue, not Michael Dove Red, posted, "You are a master kidnapper who was just kidnapped. Luckily, you're in the hands of an amateur. But the problem is the police are on their way, and they will arrest you when they find you. And you have to help your kidnapper get away with your kidnapping." <laughs> and this this is actually genius, and I can see this being like a like a Pixar. Or like a, a Despicable Me type movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Illumination animated yeah, film. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I read this and I was like, this reminds me of, like, Gru, except, like, not that, like, a different, like, yeah. that kind of thing, though. <laughs> well, I definitely thought, like, just a hilarious comedy movie. Yeah. I could see this being really good, like... This could I even be a live action, really. This kind of reminds me of, uh, uh, Terrible Bosses, sort of. Not Terrible, uh, Horrible Bosses. Yeah. In a it, way. It, it makes me think a little bit, almost more like, I don't know, like, I, I imagine, like, all you need to make this live-action movie awesome is just, like, you just get, like, an older, Liam generally Neeson. more badass actor, <laughs> you know, you get Sam L. Jackson in the role yeah. of the guy getting kidnapped, and yeah. you just get, you know, some young, young guy playing... Like a, who. like a Tom Holland type. Yeah, or something <laughs> he's, like that. He's the new kidnapper. <laughs> Maybe a little older looking than that. Maybe. No, but that, that would make it funny, though. That would be so funny. <laughs> and, and then he's just doing, like, every possible screw-up, and then you got Sam Jackson just like, oh, you you tie it this way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then as it goes on, they become, like, buds almost. And at the end of the movie, um, mm. he becomes his partner in crime, like his apprentice partner. And then you can make like a you can make like a sequel if you really wanted to yeah. cash grab it. Like a, a not as good but still yeah. entertaining sequel. But still exactly. Cause you kinda used up the kidnapping thing already. Yeah. Which is the whole premise of the first movie, and there's no really way you could replicate that. Yeah. Unless oh, they're kidnapped again. <laughs> wait. Found a way to replicate it. Uh oh. You get uh Tom Holland and Samuel Jackson go on a cruise and then 
Oh, the pirates the, take over the cruise ship. The cruise gets kidnapped. And it's like a hostage situation. Uh, and then they're, once again, for some reason, they have to help the pirates successfully. Yeah. Or, no, 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 no. See, the twist, the twist in this one is that they're actually going against the kidnappers. And they're trying to save the people instead. That's how you change them. That's how you give them character growth. There we go. Because then you're like, no, 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 no. We're not siding with the kidnappers this time. This mm-hmm. time we're siding with the everyday man. Yeah. And that's how you make this, uh, the sequel the same but a little different so that it's still people still want to see it. Yeah, there we go. We should write Just, movies. Yeah, let's do it. We've totally Thank you, writing written, prompts. Yeah, we've totally never written a screenplay before, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, we not good, but... It was really bad. Really, bad. really bad. But you know what? We got the bad one out of the way, so now it'll only be good. From I now. would much, much... I want to do... I want to write a short film. I don't think I could ever write a full-length movie that is good, but... I, I would also I enjoy that. I think that'd be nice. Yeah. Or just a bunch of shorts. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I had the patience and a good enough idea, I could do a full one, but... I don't know. It would have yeah. to be a really good idea for me to commit to it. Yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't be able to be working on it alone. I'd have to. Yeah, have no, I would need someone to keep me on it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> next <laughs> up, just my two cent, cent, just my two sentences, but it's sense inses. <laughs> I don't like that. Wait, one more time. <laughs> just my two cents, except it's just my two sentences, but it's spelled <laughs> sense, like change oh anyway <laughs> how how short can we make our writing problem? let's see <laughs> uh, a genie grants you three wishes stating that the three that there are three rules no killing or raising from the dead no making anyone fall in love and no wishing for wishes were these rules always there you ask no replies the genie then i wish to know the story behind these rules this would also be a really cool one because this is yeah. like you get to throw three short stories into a movie it's kind of like mm-hmm. uh i guess they i mean what's the word for it like there's shorts but then there's shorts that make up a movie i think it has a different name Co- uh, i don't know it could be like four short stories where the one guy asks that as one of his questions and then there's like the three short stories yeah. about why yeah and then he does something, he he wishes for something like all the knowledge in the universe, and then and it's then a short story about him. One. Oh. Yeah. And then the movie ends with, like, a fourth person coming, and then the genie says the rules, and now there's the fourth rule. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. And this would be really easy to do, because well, not easy, but this would be fun to do, because you're doing three completely different short stories. So yeah. it'll be hard to get, like, bored of a story that fast, because it's... All you're doing is hitting them with, like, exposition and... Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about character development because this whole point is to tell you why these wishes are bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you still have to character develop, but you don't have to, like, do two hours worth. Yeah, and it's, like, less of a commitment from each actor because each story is going to have completely different actors. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. These are awesome. I really like these. Yeah. <laughs> I like that we have a lot to talk about with each one. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Really getting our creative juices flowing. So just imagine the actual writers that are seeing this stuff. Like, yeah. this, these are all, like, bombshells. Yeah, these are awesome. And here we got Brecker 12. The color of someone's hair determines their magic. Then someone invents hair dye. <laughs> Fair and like, enough. And, like, this one... This one, like, at, at face value, I wasn't feeling this hard, but then I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? Imagine that you're born, and you have a certain power. And then, let's say it's not hair dye. Let's say it's, I don't know, they found out a way, the first spell ever, to be able to change your hair. Mm-hmm. And then, whoever d- discovers that has, like, all the magic ever, because they just right. changed their hair color. And it would be like if your superpower was to absorb superpowers. Yeah. And then that would be your thing, except the main character does this, and now they're like, let's say they're the only one that can do this for some reason. I don't they're know. They're the chosen one. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Or they just luck into like this ancient, forgotten spell, and then you could even bring in politics that like actually people start being born with specific hair colors because I, I don't know. You could you could make like a whole thing out of it. 
Yeah. This is just like the face. This is such a. This is like when they're like poorly explain a, a movie plot. Yeah. This yeah, is exactly. like what you read, but you could make this so flushed out. It's true. It's it's almost like yeah, like like you could flush it out way more because this is more just like one. Yeah. One this is like a plot point. Plot, more. Yeah. Less, one plot point yeah. of this world. Yeah. And then you could build a world around it. Exactly. We got uh, the birded ant. He said, you got to play the hand dealt in your life, is a saying used often. In this universe, that's exactly what happens. At the age of 18, you're sent a pack of five life cards. Predicts your life. Today, you're turning 18, and your pack has just arrived. Woo. That'd be intense. I like that. I mean, I like opening card packs, but I don't know about that one. That's a little, little nerve-wracking. But what would be fun with this one is... See, there's two ways you can make this go. You can well, make it where the... Yeah. Okay, what if you get those five, but then you can also trade them? So uh, it's like real-life trading card game. And and the ones that you have at all times affect you. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then people commit crimes and steal from others for their cards. But you mm-hmm. can only have five at a time, because so you have to trade it. You do have to trade it, because... If you have six, I don't know, let's say that, like, sh- just some shit happens. Like, you, like, mm-hmm. like, die the second you have six cards. I don't know or why. I think, I think you could you could have more than five. Because, like, what if you have, like, you know, you have, you know, one really good card and one really shitty card. Or, or like, you know, one really, really, really good card and two pretty shitty cards. And you could trade those three away for just one, like, good card or something like that. You, you know? know what? You know what it should be. Every person starts with like two good cards and three bad cards, and through life trades and whatnot, as you get older and and as you just get people's trust and whatever, that's how you get better cards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you have like a, a bank where they have like you could make that so flushed out too. Yeah, or like and like this is like, like this would be like it like a Harry Potter t- not like Harry Potter but like a Harry Potter universe, whereas in like it's it's completely like abstract. Yeah, it's like it real life, but not just really. One movie, like there's enough where they could do. You could do so much with a this franchise. Yeah, you could make like the main character get a card at the end of the like near the end of the first movie. Let let's say there's golden cards. Like there's different levels of cards. You have like different bronze rarities. cards, silver cards, gold cards, and then at the end of the movie, he finds like a platinum card. Yeah, and like at the end of the like that platinum card, as he reads it, like that would be sort of what sets up the next movie because like yeah. let's say this platinum card is just like stupidly op for a card i don't know what it would say on it but it's just like i don't know this card lets you persuade everyone to do anything or like something like that yeah yeah that would be so cool that that sounds like an anime honestly it absolutely does it absolutely does (laughs) like even when you brought up the superhero one before i'm thinking like oh it reminds me of my hero academia a bit and this is like the same thing it's like hey this could be someone's quirk yeah exactly (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, really let's cool. See. I got I got four more here, but I w- I just started randomly opening a bunch of them, so <laughs> I don't. You know. can skip bad ones. Yeah, I'm just gonna read them quick. T- tell tell the folks a knock knock joke or something as I read these. A knock knock joke. Um. Oh, okay. So one of my coworkers writes a joke of the day on the whiteboard at work, and yesterday, um, it was uh, it was uh. Hey, bro, can you grab that leaflet out the front door? Bro, sure. <laughs> I regret giving you that chance. <laughs> I I, uh, I read all of them, and I'm just going to say all of them because they're not that bad. Okay. All right, so, uh, terms of use one. Um, he said, you always had a peculiar ability. You can, you can the see the quality of the objects you pick up. Like a video game, they're labeled common, uncommon, and so on. Yeah. This had helped you decide what to buy and stuff, but everything changed when you picked up something that said unobtainable. Interesting. So there's some ways you could do this one, too. Is the thing that's unobtainable, like, unobtainable to you specifically? Like, no matter how hard you try, like, it's not meant for you to have? Or is this something that's, like... You haven't met the requirements of yeah. to obtain it. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to become like a like a, a Mjolnir, a Thor hammer. Yeah. You have to be like worthy to hold it. Except it, all it says is unobtainable. Like it doesn't tell you why. Yeah. Or so it's it like is. so like 
they could, oh my God, this would be so cool. So basically you have this power and you, you pick up this thing and like you have it and you're like, well, what do you mean unobtainable? I have it. But oh, then it's yeah. like, it opens up to like this whole like plot where like there's a group of people that have been looking for this thing for like years and then they break into your house and then you get thrown into this plot where like you're on the run with this thing and you have like this rebel group of people keeping it away from them because mm -hmm. this is supposed to be something that like destroys the planet or something like some yeah. weird cult thing and you can make this so like crazy oh my god or one what? of those things like what if like it's like you know a well-known like unobtainable like sword in the so stone kind of yeah, thing. yeah yeah yeah. and then exactly. you go and walk it you walk up and you just kind of easily grab it and then just the world freaks out yeah because they're like holy crap this guy actually got it yeah he got the unobtainable rarity item or whatever yeah this would be more like you could even throw this in vr and make it so everyone sees stuff this way yeah so that the one person that does do it everyone's like wait what that doesn't make any sense. All of our VRs are saying we can't, and they won't be able to. For some reason, mm -hmm. this guy's... They, I don't know. Because he's the chosen one! Chosen one! Next up, we got only one Kenobi. Very nice. nice. The lives of vampires have changed drastically since the, the, uh, the discovery of 100% UV-blocking sunscreen. This kind of makes me think um, of Hotel Transylvania. Like, I feel like this could be a good, like comedic like where vampires now are just basically like humans and are like domesticated and now they're out in the sun and we, we've all kind of made peace or maybe vampires have taken over and like killed all the people but now that they have this thing and can stay in the sun everyone's just like everyone's a vampire now so they're all just like yeah. chilling well because that's the one big downside of being a vampire so it's like if you don't have to worry about the downside anymore if you want to be immortal and have super strength and like and he could even make, like, a, a joke about this. Like, you know how, like, probably way back in the day going, like, and why way, way back in the day, I mean, like, 100,000 years ago or 10, I don't know how, when humans became, like, smart. Yeah. But whenever uh, they went to the Arctic and, like, it would be considered suicide to go that far because you'd just freeze to death. Yeah. Before, like, they had the furs and stuff. Well, it could be the same as this. They could make, like, a joke where they were like, oh, yeah, in the past, everyone was too scared to go in the sun. Then we just figured out how to do it. They were so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly and then they could be like oh yeah jeff forgot to put on his uv one day and now he's missing an arm idiot and, like they're all joking about it because it's like nobody Freaking would do that anymore because it's just and it's just day-to-day -day life yeah it's just it's just... literally just like a like drinking water like it's just something yeah. you have to do to exist yeah it's a freaking idiot <laughs> oh my god benjamin you forgot your uv oh, oh. and then major plot point uh there's like a shortage on the UV stuff or like something um, for some reason maybe like the owner of the company that makes it switches hands and now the owner wants to start charging a ridiculous amount of money for it so then there's this crazy like you know war for it because oh. all the people who are poor can only go out at night now here's another big twist the person that makes the UV blocking sunscreen is human oh yes not a vampire. That'd be classic. Not a vampire. He's actually a human. And then you figure out what the whole deal with that is. Yeah. Ah, I love this. I like. Oh my! What a good subreddit. Yeah. I feel like we could talk on each one of these. We could talk for about these forever. So I gotta keep going because we're like yeah. 20, 24 minutes basically in. Yeah. <laughs> I think mine mine's gonna be a, a lot shorter this week. Okay. But... Okay, that's fine. Uh, I only have two more anyway. So we got uh Fernando one two three four five nine two. All right. <laughs> you hear the deafening noise of the bullets hitting your vehicle as you pick up your gun to fight back you say jesus take the wheel while he takes control of the car the son of god asks himself why he didn't come back to earth sooner <laughs> okay and like in this one i'm picturing like a hardened jesus like this yeah. guy's like a total badass yeah and, and you're being chased and shot and at and jesus is just like he's like this, he's got this gruff voice and he's like Oh, I should have came back soon. Like if Sylvester Stallone type was playing Jesus. Yep, yep. Oh my god. And he's like, so I've funny. left Earth for too long. <laughs> That'd be wild. That'd be a wild <laughs> movie. They could name it um, Jesus Christ One Man Army. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like they can go a bit next level with it. Like yeah, true. I don't, I don't know. Jesus Christ, Genesis. Nah, that's that's too plain. That's you need, way too... You that, need that a, you, would just... Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Apocalypse. <laughs> Something. 
<laughs> that'd be wild. That that'd be pretty funny. It it would have to be a comedy, like a like yeah, a, yeah. A, a serious comedy. Like I don't. What, what's that genre called? It's like a zombie land type movie. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm this thinking. This is the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like that'd be super controversial though, because you know, like Jesus in a movie as like a badass. I feel like people that are really religious won't find that keen. Yeah. But people would get offended. I still think it'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Um, all right, last one. Uh, sa- salmon tail. Salmon tail. What? Simon. Salmon tail is freaking me out. That sounds like another. Sounds like two different. Salmon tail. What it? Is that a play on words? Uh. I want to say Simon says, but that's not it. Salmon tail. Maybe that's just the name, and I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Wait, is it like Simon like salmon name? like a fish? S- salmon like the fish. Oh no, you said salmon tail. It made me think of the TV show Dragon Tales for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it it's throwing me off. Like it should be something else, but it isn't. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you are Tyrannosaurus Rex, the Tyrant Lizard King, and you've learned the old gods has planned to wipe out your kind through cosmic interference. There's no escape, but your people are not going down without some company. I think without a fight would make more sense, but it's okay, yeah. Sam and Tail. We, this would be that's, pretty that's funny. That's just a writing prompt. We can this, work on it. Yeah, like, this is like another, uh, this kind of reminds me of uh, like an Illumination type or something, where like yeah. they're animated dinosaurs and like this is a way of how you explain how dinosaurs went extinct and it's like the old gods i don't know what those would be or if it is like no it wouldn't be like a real god it would have to be like maybe some sort of alien thing yeah and like they're trying to wipe them out and it turns out dinosaurs were actually really advanced and we just don't have anything because all their technology was like wiped out or something Mm -hmm. and like the the t-rex and velociraptors and herbivores they all come together and like they actually just like evacuate <laughs> to another and it, planet and it'd be funny because with them you'd play you'd play against everything we know about dinosaurs like instead of like herbivores and uh like carnivores fighting it'd be like no they all lived in societies and they were actually all just friends and they all got along and and you could give them feathers yeah yeah i give some feathers <laughs> yeah anyway that was my last one yeah awesome awesome all right so i uh had some more uh, problem uh, finding my subreddit this week, but that's all right. So it'll just be shorter this time. So I am going to be uh, doing r slash let's not meet. Um, <laughs> so there's like not really any short description of it other than just big, you know, rules to follow kind of thing like that. Yeah. And basically it's just... It's just stories about people where it's like, let's not ever meet or meet again, person. <laughs> is um, it is it showing, like, people... I mean, I'm sure there's a few examples, but I'm sure, like, like is it showing people that they've seen post online and they're like, wow, I don't like this person, I hope I never meet him? Or is it also, like, they date someone and they're like, oh my god, that was terrible, I hope I never meet them again? Yeah, it's more about, like, public encounters with someone or... Oh, okay. Or, like, you know, there's a lot, like, they're all usually, like, pretty, like, you know missed being killed by a serial killer or like you know, uh, yeah. burglars kept buzzing my building to try to get into my house and steal stuff and all right you know, i'm excited i work at a gas station it's 3 a.m and this guy keeps insisting that i come outside to help him with the gas pump mm. things like that um but a lot of them are very very long so hopefully we have a good discussion about each one. I only have three. So. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'll go in discussion yeah. mode. There we go. So uh, <clears throat> this one's titled Public Park. This is a bit short, but it still bothers me, so I thought I would share. I was about 10 to 11 years old, and at the time I was being homeschooled. That being said, I was out on a little field trip to a museum with my mom. Afterwards, we went to the little public park, if you can even call it that. It consisted of a metal slide, two swing sets, a little set of monkey bars, and sculptures with engravings of the city's history. The town I was in is pretty small, and it is also an early morning and a weekday. No one else was really out except for us. I was a pretty lonely kid, so I had no problem playing by myself while my mom sat in the little gazebo doing her own thing. 
while I was on the slide, I heard the sound of a really old car, you know, the really loud ones. I looked, and as soon as I did, an old shitty black car came to a complete stop in the middle of the road by the park. It didn't pull it to the side, and the car was not turned off at all. Now, the way the park was set up, where I was, I could be very obviously seen, but my mom could not. We were also the only ones in the park. A man stepped out of the car and slammed the door. He looked at me for a little bit too long. It made my body tense up and then immediately went to the trunk and started digging around. Every now and again, he would look up and make eye contact with me. He looked like he was about to pull something out of the trunk when my mom noticed and called me over. I snapped out of it and slid down the slide, running in the direction of my mom's car. As I was running, I turned my head to see the man slam his trunk and swiftly get back in the car. He drove away incredibly fast. Now, maybe it was a coincidence, maybe I'm being overdramatic, but park guy, let's not meet. Huh. I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. When I was reading this, it made me think, like, maybe this could also be a writing prompt. Like, <laughs> yeah, the start of a movie, maybe, like, I don't know, the start of a movie where there's this guy who, for whatever reason, is being hunted by this group, and he has this memory of being a kid where, you know, it was the first time the group ever found him or something. Made me hmm. think of a writing prompt. But yeah, that would be a little spooky, eh? That would be very spooky. That reminds me, um, one of my friends from elementary school, I forget who it was that told me this. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I was also in elementary school, and they told me this, so it's been a few years. And by few, I mean, like, yike. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, they were asked by a stranger if uh, they wanted to see the ducks in their truck. Ooh. And they said that uh, they had to ask their parents for permission first. And uh-huh. when they went back with their parents, the truck was gone. <laughs> yeah, that's spooky. Yeah. So that's basically like a real version, except this this one is a bit more, a bit more intimidating. The one you just said, mm. because like cinematically written too. Yeah, it's like that's that's so creepy. But also, yeah. you could make that like a like a funny aside if you think about it. You could have like a, I mean, this was definitely a serious creepy thing. But like, if you had like a movie where there's like spies or something, and like. They were like, wait, you forgot the thing in the trunk? He's like, yeah, no, whatever. And then he like gets out and he goes to look for it. And then there's like a kid staring at him and he stares yeah. back at the kid. Like, what are you looking at? <laughs> and then like... The kid's freaking out. Although like... I, I'm sure this wasn't that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you can make that like funny. Yeah. A funny little to. side scene. Yeah. A scene to go to the bathroom during when you're at the theater. Yeah. <laughs> um, get a chuckle from the parents. So, the uh, title for this one, Woke Up to an Old Woman High on Meth in My Room. <laughs> uh, so, this happened All last right. night, and I am fucking traumatized. I'll start by giving some context information. I'm a college student at a large university, living with four of my buddies in a house right off of campus. We're in a pretty good part of town, and since there's four guys living here, our doors are unlocked pretty much all times. That's there's- dumb. <laughs> there's three rooms upstairs and my room is in is the basement last night me and my roommates had some friends over but the kickback ended pretty early and we were all off to bed by 11 or 12 and i fell asleep pretty much the second my head hit the pillow around 3 a.m i wake up and my room is pitch black i can't see a thing but i can definitely feel that someone is at the end of my bed touching my feet and moving around the blankets <laughs> i'm so fucking confused at first, I thought that maybe it was one of my roommates messing with me or something, so I reached my bedside, fi- my bedside table to find my phone to use as a flashlight. Since it was so dark, it took me a few seconds to find my phone, and the entire time I was searching for it, someone is still grabbing at my feet and trying to fucking tickle them. I finally found my phone and turned the flashlight on, and I kid you fucking not, there is a 60-plus-year-old woman who is clearly tweaking on meth standing the- at the foot of my bed. My blood ran cold as I processed what had just happened, and my body filled with pure primal terror. Instantly, I yeeted myself off the side of the bed and shoved her into my dresser as hard as I possibly could, and then dipped off upstairs to go wake up my roommates. As I shoved her, she started screaming at the top of our lungs and ran up the stairs and out the back door. My roommates and I ended up calling the cops and told them what happened and gave them a description of what she looked like. 
But they basically told me there wasn't a whole lot they could do, but they would keep an eye out for anyone who matched the description. So yeah, extremely unhelpful. And I'm pretty sure that I won't ever be able to sleep right again, keeping the house locked from now on. And to the woman on meth who grabbed my feet, please, for the love of God, let's not meet again. <laughs> I can't... Do you, I can't even imagine how scary that would have been. Mm-hmm. That's and just like, so freaky. Like you're just chilling there. You're just sit, you're just sleeping, trying to sleep, and something's grabbing your feet. That already freaks me out. I I don't yeah. think I would have even had the patience to get my phone. I would have been so. Like okay, as as a as a note, why the hell didn't they lock their doors? I yeah, get they don't lock four, any I get of their doors in their guys, house. But they live right beside campus. Any drunk person could just walk in their house and steal something. Also, like, that, that, there's so many people on campus. There's, like, depending on where they're at, there could be, like, tens of thousands of people there. Mm-hmm. And, Plus, and you're just... like, I don't know if, yeah, all four guys live there, but what if all four of you are at classes? Then someone could just walk in your house and steal yeah. your shit. Yeah. Like, like okay, I, I might be a little bit more paranoid about this stuff than the average person, but I live in an apartment building, like a decent amount of floors off the ground, and I still lock my door. And mm-hmm. the only way you can even get on my floor is with a a, a fob, a fob yeah. to even even get to my floor, and I still lock it all the time. Yep. If I Makes lived sense. on on ground level in a house, I would never in my life leave it unlocked. Yeah, I'd probably get one of those doors that automatically lock when you shut it, mm-hmm. like. I basically do that. Anytime I go in my house, I lock it instinctively, even if I don't want to. Same with my car. I, I, like, even if I'm leaving my car for 20 seconds, I lock it. Yeah. Yeah, no, Sam. I was always the same with my car, too. I just... Yeah. Ugh. You know what? It's spooky. I hope it doesn't happen again, fam, but that was dumb of them. That was very dumb of them. Yeah, well, you know what? (laughs) I don't think they'll ever do it again. You have to learn stuff the hard way. They learned yep. that the hard way. <laughs> that's that's the what yeah. what do you call it? That's that's what happens. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so next one. My brother saw a ghost as a kid. Two decades later, I realized what he actually saw. Ooh. I was about seven years old. My brother about ten. Big he was the ghost. I'm predicting it now. <laughs> Big spooky ghost. It was well past our bedtime, and our, when our mom wakes up off the couch to pit, put us to bed, our dad worked construction out of town back then, so it was often just the three of us at the house for weeks at a time. Up the stairs into the immediate right was our parents' bedroom. Going left put you in the middle of the hallway. Taking another left down the hallway led to my brother's room. The opposite end was my room, which was also across the hall from our upstairs bathroom. At either end of the hallway are window doors we always kept locked and rarely used. The door on my end led to a balcony overlooking our front yard, and the door on my brother's end opened to our back porch. The house kind of leans into a small hill. My brother and mom had both had a habit of waking up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom. I only knew this because I was always a light sleeper, and they couldn't just couldn't help flushing with the door wide open. This night, however... My brother stopped on his way to his room and came back uh, towards the bathroom. I'm going to try to pee before I go to bed. The past few nights, I've been too afraid to walk to the bathroom. I keep seeing a man wearing stripes at the end of the hallway. I don't know if my mom wrote it off as my brother telling ghost stories to try to scare me or if she was already half asleep and didn't catch it, but she didn't react at all to my brother's confession. I, on the other hand, was terrified by it. The fear of seeing a ghost like that at the end of the hallway or through the windows is the reason I started running from the stairs to my bedroom <laughs> at night. Years later, when I was about 18, my mom and I were having a conversation in her car about a dog we had for a very short time when I was little. We were sharing stories about Max's tendency towards destroying my shoes and other unruly behaviors when my mom blurted out, Do you remember that time I opened the front door for the cops and Max ran inside to the kitchen and started tearing open that big bag of dog food we had? This really caught me, caught me by surprise, because in all the years I lived in that house, we never once called the cops. Um, it says in brackets, gun owner, family in a quiet rural uh, WV neighborhood, etc. WV. What state is that? Uh, West Virginia. Yeah. There we go. Uh, America. 
I asked her what she was talking about, and she looked equally surprised as if she had just revealed something by accident. Oh, that's right, I never told you because you were too young at the time. One night, I woke up hearing noises outside my window, and when I looked, I saw a man staring into my bedroom. She went on to describe how turning on all the lights caused him to take off running and how she grabbed my dad's pistol before calling the cops. I can't remember all the details I gave them when they showed up. Tall, light male wearing a striped shirt and jeans. Short, dark hair, something like that. They said it matched the description of a man they were looking for in the area. Turns out he had escaped from jail on a murder charge. Now, I know it sounds so obvious hearing those two stories back to back, but it wasn't until a few years ago, in my mid-twenties, that I pieced together that my brother had unknowingly warned us about a murderer who spent multiple nights casing our home. And, wait, so he saw that guy in the house? No, so at the end of the hallway, and there was a window at the end of the hallway. Oh. Yeah. Okay, because I, okay, when you were saying it, all I, all I pictured was him at the end of the hallway, and I was like, so he saw someone in the house? He, that guy was in the house? Yeah, no. No. That's, that's messed up. That's so creepy. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, that's so creepy. I, I I don't know if it's because you just did the writing prompt subreddit, but every single one of these, I'm like, hey, that could be a movie. Hey, that could be a horror movie. Hey. <laughs> you know what kind of throws me off? That could easily be a horror movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, like a really grounded horror movie. Yeah. But like, you know how sometimes people get released from prison on like murder charges and they're like highly, like what what's the word they use? Like they're... The odds of them committing a crime again are high. Oh, yeah, yeah. How? Why do they let them out? Yeah, I don't know. Why? If, if you're letting someone out of prison, that even the cops are like, yeah, he'll probably kill someone again. Like, what? Yeah, it's because, uh, it's because the system is flawed. That doesn't it's... make any sense to me. If they yep. know that they're dangerous, they should keep them there as long as possible. Yeah. That, I... That drives me crazy. Whenever I see, like, a posting, they're like, oh, yeah, here's a notice for this city. We have a... Uh, uh, high recommitting chance of a what a murder guy coming here. Yeah, it's like okay, uh, cool, <laughs> cool. Thanks. That's for great. No, I guess. Thanks for uh, the photo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It drives me crazy. There's too many flaws with the with the system. Yeah, with the system. Same with schooling. I feel like yeah, we're doing everything. In an older generation mm-hmm. way of doing it. Well, I don't know I remember, how we change it, but I, I feel like we can mm-hmm. do better. I remember, like, the guy who invented standardized testing, like, invented it, and then they applied it to, like, all the schools, and then a bunch of different countries took it, and then that was how the school system works. And then ten years later, he did a study, and he's like, wait, guys, this doesn't work. And they're like, well, we already spent so much money to set it up. Well, stop. We can't do this. This doesn't work. Well, we're just going to keep doing it anyway. And that was like a hundred years ago. What What was his problem with it? I'm curious. <laughs> uh, just that, I think it was just that like he realized like, oh, hey, this standardized testing only works for one type of brain. And there yeah. are many, 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 many different types of brains. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, a lot of standardized testing is just memorization games. And then mm-hmm. right after you're done, you could forget every single thing you learned. Yeah, you immediately forget it. So it's yep. like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get yeah. that there needs to be some way for you to test someone's knowledge on a subject, but, you know. And also, also there's other things like, let's say there should be, they should grade different aspects of what you are as a person. Like, you should be graded on your ability to present things. Mm-hmm. You should be presented on your ability to find information, yeah. on your ability to deduce stuff from that information. There should be like different levels mm-hmm. of, and they shouldn't be graded differently. They should all have a certain percentage that's the same. Yeah, because seriously, there's like because so many things that I feel like are more important than, like, I feel like everyone should get a part-time job as a teenager because so much of the stuff you learn just working any fast food job or something is not stuff you're going to learn in school that is just as important for your life, if not more, you know, like, yeah, especially the whole dealing with customers, the whole customer is always right thing drives me wild. It drives me wild. I'm I'm really good at it. That's, I'm really good at swallowing my pride. (laughs) See, I'm not, I hate that. 
I I can absolutely 100% let someone scam me and completely know about it. As long as I know I can complain about it later to everyone I know. No, see, I'm, like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. If I know I'm getting screwed over, I'm just like, oh, no, you know what? No, actually. Yeah. Could... Or even just, like, if someone's giving, oh, do you know, really entitled people. That, mm-hmm. like, like let's say they, they read the receipt. Or, like, you tell them straight up, like, hey, you can't, I don't, uh, uh, let's say it's returning, let's say it's a return policy. You're like, you can't return this after whatever days, and they come back in, like, 15 days. Or they come, they get the clothes from a different store and bring it in. And they're like, you can't report, we can't bring it here? And you're like, no. And they're like, where's your manager? And you're like, oh, my, oh, my God. And then I love the managers that are just like, you can't do that, leave. Yeah. The ones I hate are the ones that are like, like bending over backwards just to cater to these people because yeah. all they do is use and abuse the system because they know they can because they just complain and whine. Yeah, they just complain. And about they're like, stuff. "Oh, I'll go to the news." Okay, do it. Yeah, <laughs> you're dumb. Exactly. Literally, it's you're just so gonna show everyone how dumb you are. I have a, a great story. So, pizza place I work at, our customer service policies are very, very like. Like, we'll, we'll let people scam us, basically, because, like, the statistic is 99%... No, don't say where you work. <laughs> yeah. 99% of the people who uh, who call and complain about something actually have a complaint. Only 1% are trying to scam you. So mm. the company figures, you know, the, the reputation are. and the money that we make for letting the 99... Like, giving the 99% is worth it. customer service is let, letting the 1% yeah, scam yeah. us. Yeah. Um... But there was this one time where we stopped letting the person scam us because we they basically said it to our faces. It was hilarious. So, um, the city I live in, there's a lot of, uh, there, there's like a, the university here has a lot of Indian international students yeah. at it. And that like a lot of my coworkers are also like Indian international students. Yeah. Um, so there was one night where I was working, it was super late. I delivered uh, two pizzas to these guys. One was with a onion and green pepper and then the other was the same size and it was with onion and cream pepper but alfredo sauce instead of regular marinara sauce okay um as a delivery driver i don't usually look exactly at what's on every pizza when i'm delivering it right so yeah i brought both of these pizzas gave it to them taking their payment and then uh, a guy came from around the corner who just put his pizzas on the counter and he's like wait uh you look here. I, I ordered this with Alfredo sauce and it's got marinara sauce on it. Opened it up and I looked. I'm like, there it is. Yeah. The sticker on the box, it does say that this should have Alfredo sauce and I see marinara sauce. Oh my sauce. god. He was putting the he was putting the uh, sticker on the other box. Not not that. He went around the corner and he actually switched pizzas in the boxes. So he took a pizza out of one box, put it in the other box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that works too. Yeah. So then basically That makes it, sense. That's smart, actually. Yeah. So <laughs> Basically, we found out that they've been doing this for like, you know, probably every week for who knows. <laughs> um, but how would how wouldn't you guys have noticed that if it's always the same place? Because, uh, you know, just different people closing on the nights, so it's like oh, they don't I remember guess. that same thing happening. And the drivers, once again, the drivers don't notice because so they don't actually places. know the toppings of the pizzas yeah. they're delivering. Um, but anyway, so at first I didn't know that they had swapped the boxes, so. Um, I basically said, oh, yep, yeah, so sorry, you know what, let me just go back to the store, uh, and I'll, uh, I'll uh, get it remade and sent out to you right away. And he's like, okay, cool. Of course, they didn't tip me. Um, wow. Yeah, went back to the store. So this is, they were basically across the street from the store. Um, so I got back to the store, and then I looked at the order, and that's when I looked, and I saw, oh, hey, this pizza that they ordered was the one that they showed me. So... That's when I'm like, okay, I got to, you know, call him and, you know, make sure that I can't just straight up go back. Um, I called them. This was seriously like four minutes later at this point that I was calling them. Um, And uh, I I said, hey, so just looking at your order here. So um, just because there is the the green pepper and onion with marinara sauce pizza on there, uh, I just want to take a quick look at both pizzas when I bring back your remake to give you the remake. And then he's like, uh, why? Uh, just, just like, I just want to see because, you know, 
the one pizza, you know, had marinara sauce, but it was supposed, one of them was supposed to. And then he's like, well, we already ate it. And it was a large pizza. I'm like, okay, so you ate an entire large pizza in four minutes since yeah. I've called you. Um, but, uh, yeah. So then anyway, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, oh, okay. I'll I can, I can feel the fear and tension in these guys already. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, we've been caught. Yeah. And then, uh, there was, uh, basically I'm like, okay, I don't really know what to do next because I don't want to bring them the remake because I know at this point though, they're scamming me. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, oh, let me just put you on hold and let me just like talk to my manager real quick. Maybe she'll come on. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and also this whole time that I'm talking to them, uh, basically cause he's with a, a couple of his buddies, right? They're, they're back and forth. They're speaking a little bit of Punjabi back and forth to each other, which mm. I do not understand. Yeah. Um, but then basically I like told my manager about it and then she's, you know, probably like we should have just, once again, probably should have just sent the remake, but following, you know, standard policies of the company, but we just both didn't want to. Um, so she picked up the phone and then before saying anything, also she's from India as well. So she was oh, Punjabi, yeah. picked up the phone and the first thing she hears before saying anything is the guy talking, the guys talking to each other saying in Punjabi, yeah, let's just basically try to scam this guy for as much pizza tonight. Like I'm hungry. Let's just get as much as possible. It's great. Wow. And then basically the first thing she said was she said like in Punjabi, she's like, why are you guys so cheap? And then they're like, oh what and it's like yeah like why why are you trying to scam us for free pizza like uh, you know it's stealing right yeah. like you know it, it is stealing if you're trying to like scam us out of pizza and they're basically like they got all offended and they started yelling and they're apparently like we're never ordering again and it's like thank you okay good that's kind of the plan actually to yeah. not let you order again oh i love that i love that too when someone's when they're like oh like, very evidently mm -hmm. trying to screw over the system you have in place, and they're trying to get catered to, and they're like, yeah. oh, we're never coming here again. Cool. It's like, Never awesome. come here again. We actually actively hate you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, thank you for scamming someone else. Yeah, you will help our company. Yeah, by not get, eating by, here by, anymore. By screwing over another company instead of yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, so, uh... Wow. I do just... That was a long story, but it's just... Props to your manager also. Yeah, yeah. I love that she had, like... The, it was also the, just a perfect timing thing. The gall to do that. Yeah. It's good. It was such a perfect timing thing. Also, it was funny because after saying all that stuff, she still followed the company policy. It's like, so you want that remake? We can send it up for you. And they're like, mm. we're, no, we're never ordering... We don't want any of your food from you ever again. Are you sure? Yeah. We can send the remake. <laughs> hmm. Which I just think was great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so I'm just, that was a long story, but I just wanted to say it because it's a good one. Yeah, uh, it's insane how much you can get away with if you just complain and make a big deal out of stuff. Yeah. It's like, so it's, it actually, it's annoying to me that you can just, like, whine yeah. about it and get it. Like, it, it yeah. we're almost, you know how we go to kids and we're like, oh, don't whine, blah, blah, blah. Because, yeah. like, you're not gonna, that won't do anything. Well, guess what? When you get older, it's the opposite half the time yeah because of very uh liberal um in terms of like just not not politically but like in terms of what can get through yeah no there was uh, rules a, that places have there, there was a i remember once uh one of my ex-girlfriends uh her parents were very much like that complained about every little thing mm. um and one thing that i hate so much is not just complaining. I think, you know, as someone who works in business, it's actually, if there is something like, I like getting a complaint, and then I like to, if it's an actual complaint that I appreciate getting, I'll, I'll offer them something free. Yeah. But this guy basically, like, I remember once... Oh, he was like, he needed something free. He was like, mm -hmm. like, that's what you mean? Oh, I hate but, that. But basically, he, he, it was at our, our local movie theater here. There was something, oh, right, it was like, first five minutes of the movie sound wasn't working or something like that. Okay. And like, they couldn't completely restart the movie. So they just had to, you know, they're just like, sorry. Yeah, because like, of scheduling, I guess. Yeah. Um, so then afterwards he emailed the company 
And he said, so today I was at the whatever, you know, 8 p.m. showing of this movie and the sound was not working for the first five minutes. Yeah. Uh, I was told at the time that I could have a refund for my ticket, but I wanted to see that movie and I didn't think that a refund was good enough. So I stayed and watched the movie and I would like to request five free movie tickets as an apology from you. That's stupid. And then they got the tickets. No, but see, that's what I mean. Because what I hate is that when you're higher, well, not even when people that are really high up in management, they're just like, do you know what? We don't care enough to go mm-hmm. through all this. Just give them the stupid tickets because people tickets for it, them mean nothing. Yeah. But the thing is, game. yeah. How and much then, free stuff can we get for just being and, annoying? But that's why I don't like the managers that just let everything go. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love when someone higher up is just like, actually, no, we're giving you a free ticket. We didn't even have to do that. Yeah. Like, we're doing that out of the goodness of our hearts. So, yeah. There was uh, another moment at a. Uh, at work, where same Randy, guy that writes the jokes full of the day. Of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same guy that writes the jokes of the day. He was a. Uh, it was the funniest. I couldn't help but like laugh because I could kind of hear what he like tell what the other side of the conversation was. Yeah. Um. So, uh, basically, someone had a complaint. I think it was just that, uh, like, their their pizza was taking a little bit longer or something like that. Yeah. And basically. Or no, it was just like we messed up a topping. We had to send a remake, and usually when we send a remake with pizza, when it's definitely our fault, we do like to throw in something extra. So like you know, like you know, a cheesy garlic bread or something yeah. like that, right? Um, just like a little five dollar or less side item sort of thing. And then uh, basically, just super like he has his customer service voice on. He's like, "Yeah, so sorry about that. We'll we'll send you the remake and." Uh, yeah, you know what? We'll, we'll send you. A, we'll send you a free cheesy bread there along with it too. And then the guy on the other end was like, uh, "How about, how about a, like another another pizza, like a medium or a large pizza?" And then his response was, "Yeah, no, for sure. We can definitely send you a cheesy bread. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> it just made me laugh so hard. I was standing right next to him, like, "Yes." <laughs> um, yeah, but like. Oh, people drive me crazy. Like, not only do you get the, the parenthesis bad pizza, but you're getting a full free pizza because of that small mistake. Yeah. And now you're also asking for another thing? Mm-hmm. Come the hell on. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Man, I'm getting worked up just talking about worked this up. stuff. Okay, I've got one more. We don't even need to talk about it. I just want to say this one. I actually kind of left it for the end. We just, I just kind of... All right, yeah, yeah, shoot, shoot. Okay, this one. Back to r slash let's not meet. I've got sell the baby. This is going to be short. And while I was present for this, I don't remember it as I was an infant. My grandmother on my dad's side, I use that term loosely as I haven't seen her since this took place, was a massive con artist. When my dad was a kid, she always had some kind of scam running. She actually bet one of her son, excuse me, bet one of her sons in a card game and lost him. I have blonde hair and blue eyes. I only had peach fuzz at birth, but it was clearly blonde. When this woman saw me, her first words were, Oh, a blue-eyed blonde. She'd be worth a lot of me- in Mexico. My mom was shocked, to say the least. The woman played it off as a joke, but my mom kept a close eye on her. When I was two months old, she offered to take my mom on vacation to Mexico, but only if she brought me. My mom turned her down and cut her out of our lives. My dad disappeared forever when I was one, so it wasn't that hard thing to keep her away. So, Grandma, let's never meet again. Wow. Yeah. The first thing you really? see, what, the first thing you think when you see your grandchild is, wow, she'd be worth a lot in Mexico. Yeah, like, really lowballing the price of you also, by the way. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I have, a, I have a grandchild, but also, oh, it's just I would sense. really like a burger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like okay. Yeah, that's it's just a little bananas to me. A little bit bananas that's, that's, that someone would that's... immediately think, oh, hey, let's sell up my grandchild. Yeah, I wonder what was going on in her life to even, like... Yeah, well, apparently it was just uh, her. Apparently she was just a con artist her whole life, which is a shame. Yeah. That is a shame. Anyway, that was the, uh, that was our uh, episode this week, unless you have something else to add. No, I'm actually uh, good. Heck yeah.
Alrighty. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We managed to actually make it very long again. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> for the length. The, the great tangent. I liked our tangent there, though. Yeah, tangents are fun. Tangents are fun. All right. Well, uh, have a great day, everybody. Uh, yeah. Bye. Bye.